0: I'm afraid we aren't able to accommodate a table for one this evening, madam. The concierge at the Darlington was handsome in a bland sort of way. He had the sincere, apologetic look perfected. Almost. But he couldn't hide the irritated wrinkle above his eyebrow, or how his gaze kept shifting to the couple behind me. The kind of customers he wanted. doled up to the nines. And, more importantly, not alone. Here we go. I bared my teeth in a fierce smile, trying to ignore the embarrassment staining my cheeks. Giving me away. Not now, Ali. Well, I mean, you took my reservation, so could you please see what you can do? Hearing myself nervously babbling made me wish I was someone else. An Amazonian warrior, perhaps, desperately in need of a stake in a quiet night. Or someone like my friend Tola, who would never take no for an answer. Yes, What would Tola say? I straightened my spine. Especially as it doesn't say anywhere on your website about not accepting solo diners. Madam, it's simply not... (sighs) He sighed and turned his attention back to the reservations list in front of him. Say what you like, pal. I'm not going to slither away. Looking past him to the high vaulted ceiling, opulent chandeliers and soft rose-crushed velvet seats of the restaurant, I finally allow myself a slow, soft exhale. I deserved to be here. I deserved an evening of decadence, of perfect wine pairings and statement food prepared by one of London's leading chefs. And just because I was dining alone didn't mean I was going to miss out. It's simply not profitable. That's what the concierge wanted to say. And he was going to try, ever so delicately, to shame me into giving up. If it had been any other night, I might have let him. But tonight was my night. Tonight was Third Thursday. The third Thursday of every month, I bought a delightful meal, drank something delicious, and read my book at a restaurant in London. I did it 100% alone, whether I was dating someone or not, safe in the knowledge that for a glorious few hours, no one was going to ask me for anything. Third Thursdays were circled in bright orange in my calendar. I had never missed a single one, and I wasn't going to let a snooty waiter ruin my record now. Look, man, I felt the man in the couple behind me lean forward, finding myself overwhelmed by a sudden cloud of cologne. Find her a table, okay? Otherwise, I'm pretty sure it's discrimination. The concierge pressed his lips together, and I could tell he was weighing up the likelihood of a social media storm. Diners in London restaurant come to aid of lone female who just wanted to try the chef's award-winning tortellini. I briefly considered bursting into tears. The concierge seemed to sense that was my next move. One moment, he snipped and disappeared. I turned to the aftershave fiend behind me to thank him and blinked in surprise. Jason! Ali! His face lit up and he put out an arm so he could sweep in and kiss me on both cheeks, The woman at his side smiled, tilting her head slightly in a way that suggested she expected an introduction immediately. This is my wife, Diana. I nodded at her, uncertain. She looked so chic, and I tried not to scan her as she was scanning me, taking in her luscious dark hair and painfully stylish yet understated outfit. We seemed to come to the same conclusion at the exact same time. Jason had a type, and he had definitely upgraded. I pulled a hand through my dark curls, suddenly self-conscious. Married! Wow, congratulations! I was a human exclamation machine. I paused, looked at him again and blinked. Honestly, I barely recognise you. This man had slick back blonde hair, a fitted shirt and smart black trousers. I squinted a little and wondered if he'd had his teeth whitened. The Jason I knew five years ago had lived in cargo shorts and oversized t-shirts with holes, and tied his scraggly, strawberry blonde hair back with a piece of string. He lived in his parents' basement, teaching guitar to local kids without much more in mind for his life than that. There were no hard feelings when I ended it, it had just run its course. They usually did, one way or another. I would liked him, though. He was my exact opposite. Hippie, easygoing. His cargo shorts had hundreds of pockets that always held cardboard protein bars in case of emergency. He used to misquote philosophers and pretend he was making it up on the spot.